ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. Is it not a fantastic church? Are you not excited to be here this morning? Celebrate the Lord with me one more time. It's testimony time. Oh, your shout was very weak. I said, it's testimony time. Hallelujah. So, God has been good to us. God has been working in our midst. But we thank God that the power of God is not restricted to just us here in Ghana. Or just us, this family in the Makane Church International in Oyibi. But the power of God we experience here is also taking a toll. L- yesterday, we took a testimony from Malawi. The power of God visited Malawi. And this morning, we are going to take another testimony from the shores of Brazil. Say, I'll be there. Your, I said, you didn't say it with a lot of faith. I said, say, I will be there. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So this morning, I'd like you to help me welcome my brother, Stephen Glover, all the way from Brazil. We are going to hear his voice from Brazil. Put your hands together. Oh, be very, very holy. Good morning, Stephen. How are you? Good morning. Beautiful. We can hear you. How are you doing? Uh, yes, please. Um, my name is Steven. My name is Steven Glover. Um, I'm a missionary here in Brazil. Um, I've been here for the past 10 years. And I'm a medical doctor as well. So he says he's a, a missionary. He's a missionary in Brazil. He has been there for the past 10 years. So this is a long-standing person in Brazil, working, laboring, toiling on the, on the field for the Lord in Brazil for the past 10 years. So tell us your testimony this morning, Stephen. Um, I've been having a recurring training, a recurring training um, for the past, I can say, 25 years. A recurrent headache for the past oh, 25 years. So tell us yes, about this headache. Um, I've done everything. I've been to see ophthalmologists. I see if there's a problem with my eyesight. Everything was okay. And just this last week, I've been preparing to go into a full scan of my brain. Because hmm. uh, with my medical colleagues, someone who is always having headaches, it can be possibly a tumor or it can be possibly a trouble. Mm-hmm. So I was getting very worried because of the recurrent headache. 
So when and within a week, three times per week, I used to have big headaches. And hmm. the only thing I used to work for me was the medication called Doclex, which is here in Brazil, which is um, a must relaxer together with an analgesic and then an opioid, which is a very strong form of um, inhaler. Steven, if I don't take two, two tablets, I, the headache doesn't pass. So I've been having this headache constantly, constantly. I can feel that from the beginning of the year to now, I've taken not more than 200 tablets of this medication. Because whenever I buy, I buy it in a box. Hmm. A box has 50 tablets. So I've been taking it constantly. My mom is aware of it. My mom has been praying for me and for my healing, but nothing works. So yesterday, um, during the 8 p.m. prayer time, um, I was so tired, so tired. So the, um, the first Bible is clear was um, behind Ghana. Prayer meetings of that to take me in my I was so tired. I ended up sleeping. I slept completely. I don't remember how the meeting started, but I slept completely. But at the point, I woke up. And then my wife played the service for me. So I thought that the service is so ongoing. So then Bishop said that if you're having headache, place your hand on your head. And I was, for me, I just told myself that I would wake up and take another two tablets of this medication, doctors, for the headache to pass. And I just placed my hand on my head. And then Bishop came. Then all of a sudden, I just felt a load lift off my head. And I said, ah, is the head gone? I'm happy you are I clapping. I think for me, myself, I, I think for me, there is something going. I said, is the head gone? Then I said, ah, the headache is gone, the headache is gone, the headache is gone. Can you tell how excited he is? That's the same prayer you're going to testify. I said, that's excited how you're going to be when the power of God visits your life. I see the power of God coming to you. If you're watching online, receive the power now in the name of Jesus. So I was wondering, okay, what's going on? So I just need to sit in the hall. Then I noticed that the prayer meeting was over. I mean, I was so surprised that the prayer meeting was over. What was playing was just a playback of the prayer meeting that was held yesterday and i'm so grateful to god for my healing i mean today my head is not aching i have i always walk around with this medication if i ask my wife or if i ask my mom i always walk around with this medication but to the glory of god i'm completely filled so thank you so much thank you so much for the person with my heart thank you so much for, for, for having this prayer meeting and don't stop, keep on having it because it's a great blessing. It's a great, great blessing. This has never happened before. It has never happened before that the energy is, if I don't take the meditation, it will still persist. But the glory of God today, I'm completely here. Yesterday, I didn't take the meditation. Today, I haven't taken any medication. I'm not feeling any headache. And I'm so grateful to God for my permanent healing in Jesus' name. You should be celebrating the Lord this morning. Stand to your feet and give the Lord a very thunderous shout of praise. Some of you couldn't hear what he was saying clearly. So I'm going to 
help him by retorting what he said. And what he was saying was that he had been experiencing a headache for the past 25 years. So severe that he has had scans on his head, x-rays on his brain, but they have shown nothing. So he walks around with a certain strong medication. It's not Panadol, it's not your usual paracetamol, something far stronger. He takes it for the past 25 years. He has been walking around every time with this medicine because it keeps visiting him. But he joined the HCM prayer service just this Saturday, yesterday. And he said, as Bishop was praying, you see, he was listening. There are three hours behind us in Brazil. So he said it was midnight when he was following, but he was very sleepy. So he slept off while the service was going on. When he slept off, he woke up and realized that the service was still going on. And Bishop asked us to pray. Lay, if, you had, if you're experiencing any headache, put your hand on your head. So he believed God, put his hand there, and the power of God hit him. It was after the power of God had hit him that he realized that his wife was only replaying the prayer service. So he said he had sent his testimony, and he was waiting for Bishop to read the testimony, only for him to come back and realize that the service was over, but the power was still present. Whatever is in your life, that has been long-standing. I said, if you can believe it this morning, I don't care what the name of that situation is. If it's a sickness, if it's a disease, if it's a family issue, no matter how long it has been standing, the same power that broke this illness, the same power that visited our brother in Brazil, is going to visit that situation. Receive it for your life now. I see it cancelled in the name of Jesus. Ten years problems, it's gone in Jesus' name. Five years, broken in the name of Jesus. You have been dealing with something for two years. I prophesy to you this morning, standing on the wings of the words of our Father, and I speak and declare this morning, that it Jesus today in the mighty name of Jesus can you shout aloud amen so he's testifying because he said he noticed that the Lord had lifted off 25 years 25 years it's not the kind of headache you just walk around when you haven't eaten you say you have a headache 25 years doctors couldn't do anything but he connected himself to the power. I mean, what will make a man visit from Brazil to Ghana <laughs> at that time? I hope you'll be also expectant and really looking for the power of God because there's power in this house and that same power is going to speak for you. Put your hands this morning together for our Father Bishop.
ladies and gentlemen, continue to give a clap offering to the Lord. How can I say thanks? You cannot be seated and be saying thank you to God. Kindly rise to your feet. It's time for the word of God. We are in the mood of thankfulness. And as we receive the man of God to share with us words from God's heart to encourage us, to comfort us, and to lead us into the year 2020, ladies and gentlemen, begin to shout to the Lord, begin to jump, clap those at the back. I cannot see you rejoicing. Rejoice, rejoice, because the Lord has been good. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome the man of God today, the servant of God, my pastor, your pastor, the bishop, Edwin Morgan Ogo. unto the Lord. Let it be one of your many ways of saying thank you. Let heaven hear your heart of thanksgiving. Father, we thank you. We thank you. For the opportunity to thank you. We thank you for the privilege to thank you. We thank you for all you've done for us. This morning, give us wisdom, guide us. Powerfully by your word. Speak to our hearts and may we never be the same again. Amen. You may be seated. I want to welcome all of our brethren who are watching from afar. This morning we got a live testimony from Brazil. Live testimony. It means that you are becoming international. You are becoming international. Very international. And soon you will see it. 
you'll be sitting at an airport in a far country, very angry, very upset. Why? Because the traveling is too much. You want to be home. Receive it now. Any blessing of God that doesn't weigh you down is not real. His blessings are weighty. When you are blessed by God, it must create inconveniences. God's blessings make you feel like putting them away. It's too much. The traveling is too much. The shoes are too many. One church service I have to attend, I must look through four wardrobes. Why? I want to go for the meeting. It's time. I now have to choose a car. Why? Because when I asked Kwame to put the things in the black car, he, 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 he chose the wrong black car. <laughs> and I shouted from the bedroom that he must remove the things in the other car. Not that he had put, he had put it in another wrong black car. Receive it now! If you are really blessed, it, you must feel disturbed by the blessing. Who daily loads us with benefits. It's a load. A load is a load. A load is something you want to put aside a little and breathe. It's too much. Ah. Small marriage, I've married you. You're, you love me, sir. Why? Only don't see me. You can't breathe. Why? I need to be free. Aha. Uh-huh. You are different from somebody lying by her husband, believing God. She has been fasting for the past three days that the husband was stretched the hand and even touched touch her bontos. To touch the helm of a garment. <laughs> Foolish boy. <laughs> uh, we thank you, Jesus. No, believe God for that type of blessing. Blessings. You are so blessed that the blessings create conflicts. That's how our father was blessed. Abraham. He was so blessed that the blessing became a problem. Because that, that foolish boy who was following him, Lot, he had a lot of everything except sense. He also became so rich. Now it is his workers and Lot's workers who were quarreling. If he had been poor, would that have been a problem? Never. Receive some problem that comes from being fantastically blessed. What are you talking about? You are having two by four members, five members in your center. You are not blessed by God. 
Yeah. You must be blessed with such a number that feeding them requires a miracle to feed them. It's a miracle. You have five members, you can just call them to the place and buy kebab. One, 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 one. Coke, one, 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 one. You don't even feel it. Abba. What are you talking about? You must have members that if you want to feed them, it's a project that you need to engage heaven's attention. Receive something now. All your three children, not, not even one of them has got 60% in maths before. Why? 42, 37, 48, 27, 18. The last one came, the, the exam was 17%. Maths. No. You must have children who come with such grades that you don't know whether they should do arts or science or business. Which, what, 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 which was God? They are good at everything. Receive it now! 29th and 30th. We are having new dimensions convention here. Make sure you are present. If you feel you are blessed, come and see blessing. Come and receive problems. I said we are moving into blessings that create problems. Blessing money that you, you now have to manage it in four different bank accounts and know how to move this year and how to create this year. Some of you, even your ATM card, you have not used it for four months. There's nothing to remove. You can't even find it. There are some of you, you can't even find your checkbook or ATM card. It's a mistake that you got the checkbook. Susu account. But you can have such amount of money that you need to really relocate some money and move some here and organize this one. Receive it now! Today, the name of the church service we are having is How Can I Say Thanks? <laughs> and it's very important that you become very good at the subject also how to give thanks because for some of us it is destroying our relationships it's destroying marriages husbands who don't thank Yes. Ungrateful husbands. Ungrateful husbands. Wicked wives. Beloveds who don't feel that something great has happened to them because a man said, I like you. They, they, they can't see it. What they don't know is that they could have lived for 70 years without any man looking your way. You need to be good at giving thanks. And especially when it comes to God, you must be very, very careful when it comes to God. 
you must be very, you need to know how to say thank you to God. And why you must say thank you to God. It begins this way. When you know that Jesus himself advised us not to cast our pearls before swine. Not to give that which is holy to dogs. This is Jesus. It begins when you notice that when Jesus fed 5,000 people, imagine having money enough to feed, to take 5,000 people to KFC. I mean, that level of wealth, that level of power, whether it is financial power or supernatural power, whatever, there is power. Imagine a man who can spread 5,000 people and everybody ate. Then when he finished, he told them to gather the crumbs. Crumbs. I thought you were so rich that crumbs were not important. In any case, you have finished feeding us crumbs. And he stood there and made sure they had gathered all the crumbs. Now, now, that type of God doesn't like to waste anything. He doesn't want to give things to people who don't deserve. Now, so if you receive some kindness from God. It's very important for you to know that God is calculating what he has given you. He knows exactly how much he has given you. He knows exactly what he has done for your marriage. He knows exactly how he has delivered you. Don't think of God as Father Christmas who just goes about sharing things. He measures his things so much that in the Bible only Jesus is the one described as one who who received without measure. That phrase, without measure, is attributed only to Jesus. It means everybody's everything has been measured. The type of wife you have was measured to you. The type of husband you have was measured to you. The job you are doing was measured to you. And if somebody measures, I know one of our bishops, his wife is a professor of dietetics. You don't, you don't understand dietetics. Though they are the people who 
among many things, the meat is measured. They look at your height. Can you please stand up? Let's see your height. So yours will be about two matchboxes of meat. The meat should be able to fit into a matchbox. We give you two. Um, you may be tall, so you will be two and a half. Oh, as for you, only one. <laughs> you um, looking at you need three matchbox. So everything is measured. <laughs> please sit down. <laughs> <laughs> you need one cow <laughs> Foolish boy <laughs> no, no, no So I told the husband that When he comes to me We are together He should feel free and eat God I know that in the house His food is measured <laughs> the wife is doing the professorship in the house <laughs> so she's realized that no yesterday you drank coke today is water <laughs> no coke today <laughs> yeah, you need to wash down the system <laughs> ladies and gentlemen God is watching you He's watching you. He's watching you. And one of the things he doesn't like is when people make them feel that he's a fool. So he anointed Paul to write to the church in Galatia. 6 verse 7 said, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. You can't fool God. When God does something for you, when God enters your life to give you something, he said, he said, he said what do you have? Let, let's now discuss it. What do you have that, that you didn't receive? In fact, it begins by saying, who made you different from your friend? Yeah. When you have something that your friend doesn't have. Don't feel great. That's a reason. You love the message? I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Don't use your long natural hair to insinuate and make aspersions. Yes. To asperse your friend. Who doesn't have it? The question is that who, who made you different? Who made you richer than this woman? Who made you a graduate and she hasn't been to the university? Who made you? And then he introduces something to make you understand that you didn't make yourself different. He made you different. So, you have something, you have a phone. She has no phone. It's not from you. Both of you were given phones. iPhone 11 Max Pro. iPhone 11 Max Pro. After two months, 
She has spoiled hers. Yes, this is yours. So we come to your, we come to see the two of you. You have yours, and she doesn't have hers. You, you know why she didn't? She doesn't have hers. She has spoiled hers. You, you know why he has his? He didn't spoil his. Now the question is, who gave you the ability not to spoil your phone? Because she doesn't have the ability not to spoil her phone, so she's she's spoiled it. But you haven't. The question is that even today that we can explain why she doesn't have, there is a reason your ability to keep your phone was given to you. Kai! We all went for extra classes. Together, we sat together. 85%. 58%. Two marks. He didn't pass. Pass mark is 60. 85. The same textbooks, the same lecturer, the same things. The same. So, and, and we remember that the exam was yesterday. Two days ago, three days ago, while you were studying, he was visiting girls. Yes, he was in town. Big apple. <laughs> Fooling. Now, we've written the exam. 85. 58. Who gave you the ability to be serious? Not to go out. That ability to stay in your room and study that he doesn't seem to have. That ability which today has separated you. He's now one year behind you because he had to repeat. That ability doesn't come from you. He said, what do you have that you did not receive? Because he noticed that some people were boasting. Yes. Look at your hair, gray hairs. At your age, you don't have a wife. Look at my wife. <laughs> I'm far younger than you. To even see a woman like her, propose to her, stay with her, marry her, you like it. That ability to choose, that he doesn't have, with gray hair, she doesn't have, that ability that I have was given to me. So I can't come and boast that he is marriageless and I am marriageful. Can I have the new American Standard Bible version of 1 Call 47 NASB? The last sentence he said, Why do you boast? As if you have not received it. Your child is always getting 90%. Her child is... He can't even understand that he's going to school. (laughs) Don't use your child's marks and intelligence to feel special and big 
I know you are big already, but don't use your child's maths to feel that you are superior because what you have was received. That's why we have come here this morning to say thank you. Why do you say thank you? You say thank you because you've received something. I think that this morning two messages I have preached to you today. I'll finish the message. Two messages I have preached to you today. Number one is that God is watching you. He's, he's watching you. He's watching you very carefully. And the second message I'm coming to preach is why should we be thankful? And one of the reasons is that God is watching you. He's watching. He's watching you. (laughs) He's watching you. You may think, you know, I told the church yesterday, never think Never have a reason to think that someone doesn't want to be thanked. Even if you saw him insulting someone for thanking him, you are not the one he insulted, so thank him for him to insult you. Even when they say, don't mention it, mention it. God is always watching. Why do we thank? We thank God and we thank people because they expect it. In Luke 17, Jesus met the ten lepers. We all know that story. He sent them to their pastor. That's also another message we preach later on. Why they met Jesus. And Jesus said, turn around and go back to your pastor. As they were going, as they were oriented towards their pastor, they were healed. Because some of you are not oriented towards the shepherd God has given you. You have a shepherd, but you are oriented towards a prophet somewhere. You are oriented towards a man of God somewhere. But as they reoriented themselves towards their priest, they were healed. And one came back. And when he was coming, his, his mind was that, ah, I'm disturbing Jesus. If he had really laid his hands on us and prayed for us and made us feel that the power was flowing, then we say, oh, Jesus, thank you. But he, he just sent us. So when the guy was coming back to Jesus, he felt it was, it was a bother. But he still came anyway. Because he was not familiar. Familiarity creates ingratitude. Whenever you don't thank people for things they've done for you, it's The meaning is that you have become familiar. And familiarity is an evil spirit. 
It's an evil spirit. There's nothing. We are talking about real blessings and so on. Because the Bible says that apparently the, the ten lepers did not all come from the same town. I don't even know how they met. I don't know, but it's, it's possible that they, 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 I don't know how they met. But, but nine of the ten lepers were Galileans. There's a place called Galilee where Jesus lived and did his ministry. Nine of them lived in the same town with Jesus. They knew Jesus. They saw him around and so on. But one, one out of the ten was a stranger called a Samaritan from Samaria. Samaria. Far, in fact, the Jews and the Samaritans didn't have any relationship. The further you are from a person, the more grateful you are. The closer you are to a blessing, the more you trivialize it. And I've seen it. I've seen it as a pastor. I told my leaders yesterday. The prayer meetings I have, Saturday morning, is one of the most powerful prayer meetings on the internet. Anywhere in the world. The quality of the meeting. We have a story here today. Testimonies are coming from Brazil. Time will fail us to talk about that. You are sitting here. <laughs> you won't even bother to find out what is happening. Because a spirit in you is a Galilean spirit. Oh, but we know him. So, so I told my leaders that I'm going to invite a man of God to the, my flow prayer meetings to have it. Because it's like I'm, I'm, my level of anointing is basenta level. I told them they are here. They can tell you. I'm surprised that somebody from Brazil is begging me not to stop. But I'm likely to stop that meeting. Be very careful when you are around something that belongs to you or you have direct access to or you know the person. Yeah. The messages you hear in the search <laughs> How do I know? I know it from Downloads of podcasts. Yes, downloads of podcasts. I know it. I can't give you figures. But you sit here. Some of you are here just because it's the right thing to do, to appear here. That's why you've come to sit here, to appear. But there is no hunger and desire in you for this real ministry that is here. This is not something you are looking for. You don't, you don't value it. It's nothing to you. I'm teaching. Teach. If it doesn't mean much to you, that's okay. You can read. Go to Joy Online, Peace FM. There's news there. NDC are having their uh, protests. 
the only person who was a stranger, almost I, like as you say, like, like an enemy, undeserving, was the one who turned back. And the Bible states it. He said he was a Samaritan. The woman at the well told Jesus that the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. What do you want here? So when the man saw, so always you you realize that it is always strangers who enjoy real blessings. Always, always strangers. Most of you here don't know what is here. Always. You sit by something till strangers come to eat it. And see, your life is going down. Down. How do we know? Luke 15. The man whose son traveled afar. We call him the prodigal son. When he came to his senses, what did he say? Strangers are eating in their food. Strangers are eating my father's food. And they even have left. If you go to their rooms, you see Indomi there that has been uneaten. Leftovers. And I, the son, I'm hungry. The same thing. It's very important that we have such services where we wear white. I will recommend that we should have it like three times a year. Where we wear white. And a pastor, whether it is Enam or Pastor Ekins or, uh, or Sam, to teach us about Thanksgiving. Because it's blocking many blessings. It's destroying many lives. And most of the time, the people who are near never receive anything. Never receive anything. Anybody who is in this service ought to go the extra mile, overcome himself, do well, do more than normal, and fight to receive something from me. Because people from outside are enjoying me far more than anybody here. Anybody here. Yes, we had a testimony from Malawi. From the same prayer meetings. Lamps are disappearing. The power of God is working. But you, rather, you are, you, you are reading books of Nigerian pastors. I don't think that's what I'm saying here. You get their messages. And I know somebody, she came from... Let me not give that example. When you are given a microphone, you need to know what to speak, what to say. It's very important. I saw somebody, something, some, some uh, prayer, prayer rain or something. Yeah. Recently, on some iPad. I just, I've not seen it. I don't mind. But the, the, I'm asking you, you that, that what, I mean, have you really prayed with your prophets? Have you really prayed with me? That you are now praying rain. Like, like somebody's prayers have more rain. You see that you are actually a prodigal son. 
You are not a correct sound. If you remember, if you know, in this set, nobody is prevented from reading anything, listening. I, the message I'm listening, I was listening to yesterday. It's not, it's not, was not preached by prophet. He actually would even tell us to listen to something. You don't prevent anybody. We are not like some cult. You must always, if you see a fight, if you, if you don't wear white, one eye will swell. But you yourself should find out. Yeah, because one of the one of the hallmarks of gratitude is that gratefulness is utterly a form of honor. You honor with thanksgiving. David said it. New Living Translation. Can I have my... I didn't intend to preach from my notes. Psalm 69, yes, verse 30. New Living Translation. Yes. So I'll praise God's name with singing. I will honor him with thanksgiving. When you don't value what you have, it's actually a type of dishonor. So, so I'm, all I'm saying today is that um, people are watching you. People are watching you. Not just God. People who have done things for you are watching your response. They, are watching. they may not say it. In fact, if you say thank you, it's all, but they've been waiting for it. They are waiting for it. So don't let, don't let the person, or don't mention that he said to, to the Samsung phone, he gave you that you came to say thank you. Next time, if he gives you an iPad, don't say, oh, when I came, he even said I shouldn't mention. So this one, I'll be in my room and just use the iPad. No, go and say it again. And he should say, don't come again. Go again. Jesus asked the man, were you not ten? You see, ten people can 10 people stand up? No, you can sit down here. One, two, three. Three, 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 one. It's okay. Is it 10? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yes, you can sit down. Yes. You need to count. You can't just eyeball. You can't just, oh, oh, this is 10. No, 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 no. If there were four, you can eyeball. There's something called eyeballing. We have it in medicine. You can, you can eyeball. Radiology, eyeball. You can see, oh, just, you just eyeballed it. And this is it. But there are things you have to really, because you can make a mistake. Oh, some seven guys came. Oh, oh, there were 11. No. To know they are 10, you must really count in threes and remainder one. Are they really 10? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yes. You can't be sure. Where were they? Please go back to verse 14. Verse 13. 
12. Yes. That's it. As he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, which stood afar off. So they were not even near Jesus. In those days, it's like COVID, those days, or like six, is it six meters, six feet separation. But leprosy there, you are far. You don't come near. No, 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 no. Yeah. There's no even social. You, you are far. So the ten guys were far. And they shouted, Jesus, have mercy on us. So Jesus saw them from afar. Like I'll be going. Uh, is, the distance is, is, this is even short. Like just stand here and see. Not knowing that he was just, just looking. So when he saw them, he told them, uh, verse 13. Next verse. They listened to their voice. 14. He saw them. He said to them, go and show yourself to the priest. That's it. So they said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. So when he turned, he said, oh, these are lepers. Uh, go and show yourself. All of you go, go to the pastor. Not knowing that. Just go and show yourself to your priest and whatever. He had counted how many he was talking to. Because once again, Jesus doesn't waste anything. He counts everything. He has counted the money he has given you. He has counted it versus the tithe you have paid. He's counting. If I were the one who stood there and one came, my English sentence would have been, ah, there were many of you. How come you are only the only one? Were the rest healed? There were more than many of you. But Jesus didn't say many of you. Counted them. And he asked them in English. Where are the nine? He did ten minus one. Today, I want you to just learn to be thankful to your wife. I mean, saying thank you should be like the air you breathe. Saying thank you should be like the air you breathe. Because the Bible says in 2 Timothy 2, 3, 1, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. One of the evil spirits that are called the last day, latter day evil spirits is ingratitude. Not saying thank you for the glasses I bought for you. It said men shall be many things. One of them is unthankful. It is actually something that is noticed. That not this one. Not this, this one doesn't thank. Because you see a black this one blasphemes. This one is very proud. We know it's, a, it's something we, we call. Oh, this is a, oh, this is, this is a, this is a boaster. Oh, this girl is very covetous. Oh, this one is disobedient to parents. This one is not holy. And then there is somebody who is also called that his behavior is that he doesn't thank. 
And the reason why they don't thank is that they are familiar Galileans. Many, many years ago, this was about 15 years ago, something happened in my life. And I swore to myself that there is nobody around me doing something for me who will hear or experience a better appreciation from someone than I would ever give him or her. I, I, I told myself, never. And God is helping me. God is helping me. Even that one, I still fail. Don't take things for granted. First, I also want to say to you before I put on the microphone that one of the reasons why we say thank you is that nobody owes you anything. Your mother doesn't owe you breast milk. Your father doesn't owe. If your father pays your school fees, you must thank him for paying your school fees because it's not auto, that word automatic is, is not even a good word. Because it's a very deceptive word. Oh, this car is manual. And this one is automatic. Automatic for what? It's automatic to you. But somebody has manufactured and the gears, they change. (laughs) They change. Also, there if you are, people, nobody owes you in anything you will get from anyone. There is a parallel relationship that is bereft of those privileges. That is devoid of those acts of kindness. Your father pays your school fees. I'll show you. Is there anybody here whose father didn't pay his school fees? Can you raise your hand? Look at them. Your mother went to the labor ward, gave birth to you, and brought you home, and put her breast inside your mouth. Wow! I can show you somebody whose mother went to the labor ward, gave birth to her, and on the way downstairs, she dropped the baby into the uh, uh, dustbin. Oh, please sit down. You are not lepers. Nothing. There are people who feel that my pastor owes me. I don't owe you anything. If you are listening to me preaching, it's a privilege. It's a privilege. Your father doesn't owe you accommodation. I know, I know someone whose father, he was living in his father's hotel. The father drove him with his wife and children or child out of the hotel. Go and find where you want to stay. Not in this hotel. Move. Not his uncle or his stepfather. Father, that is. So if you are living in your father's house, remember that some fathers have driven their children away from the house. I know a man who built houses. His child was living in it. That son was paying rent. 
So if your father has built a house and has given you a three-bedroom apartment to just be there, don't think he owes it to you. If your wife is nice to you, don't think she owes you niceness. Go to town and find husbands who don't even see smiles. Nobody owes you anything, including him. If after church, you sit in the car and he drives it, thank him. Because there are husbands who leave their wives in church. If you came to church this morning with your husband, you must thank God because there are husbands who will tell the wife, you go, I'll come later. And they don't come. I shouldn't say it. Because, uh, oh, I should stop preaching. Oh, please, that's uh, me, please. Uh, I should stop preaching. I can continue. Nobody, your son doesn't owe you respect. If I be a father, where is my honor? There are fathers who are not honored. If your son honors you, it's a privilege. No one owes you anything. Your mother, your father, your son, your daughter, your husband, no one, no one, no one. Anything that happens to you that is nice, you must thank God for it. Even the things that are not nice, the treachery, the ingratitude. The wickedness. He says, it's the will of God in Christ that you thank in everything. Give thanks. Honey, someone is watching you who may never speak to you till you die. Some of you sitting there. Your father didn't pay your school fees. It's your elder brother who paid your school fees. Today, because of something he has done, you've written him off. Even your wedding, you didn't invite him. Today, when you go home, Think of people you must thank. Anything. You've come to a church like this. So, why? It's a nice church, but we are sweating. Oh. And, 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 and there are people like that. Yesterday, the Holy Spirit, I wish I was preaching yesterday's message, but I don't feel, I, 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 don't, I, I don't just preach. If you want to hear yesterday's message, go to the podcast. Is there? I'm preaching a totally different message to you. I told them yesterday. Never 
You see, in the that one I can tell you. In the realm of thanksgiving, never do debit and credit. Don't say, I bought shoes for you, and you also bought me a wristwatch. Atekatika. I bought what? Shoes for you. And you bought me what? Wristwatch. So, there's silence. Balance it. Balance it. You bought a shirt for me, a wristwatch for me. Wait for my, my thanks, but you should thank me for what I bought for you. Don't say you have paid your mother's rent for 10 years and the money is the same amount. When you calculate it, even to calculate it means shows your wickedness. When you calculate it, it's the same amount of money you use to pay your school fees. So, just... Chimpe. Account has balanced. That's a good one. We didn't do accounts. Account has balanced. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. What I am to you, don't say one day that you bought me a shirt, so it is atakatika. No. 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 Something for me has made you who you are. And for as long as you are alive, you owe me gratitude. That's why no matter what type of mother, father we have, we say that I have to honor you. Because I am because you are. The reason why I am is because you are. Never do balance it. What? Balance of account. Account has balanced. Yes, never do that. You did this for me. And I also did this for you. No. You are going to crash. Today, I just came to say to you that somebody is watching you. And God is watching you. He's watching. Were you not 10? I expect the nine should report. I want to hear it from them. No, no assumptions. New Living Translation of Second Chronicles 32 25. Yesterday's church members were not fortunate enough to hear this verse. But I'm sharing it with you. This is my gift. My Christmas gift to you. But Hezekiah did not respond appropriately to the kindness shown him. There is something called appropriate responses. And he became proud. So the Lord's anger came against him and against Judah. You don't just say thank you. You say thank you 
to the measure of the goodness you have received. Christ told them about the woman who was forgiven. He said, uh, uh, the woman who came to Paul, the oil. He said, he who is forgiven much, loves much. Yes. We are looking at the, your, your love level based on the type of mess. It's amazing eh? that the girls, the girls who lived with step, wicked stepmothers, who lived with wicked aunties, they are rather the ones when they marry, the house elves are not happy in their house. Who had no future to ever marry. But God kept them. You are living in a house when the when their children are the dining like Christmas, like the dining table, they are eating, whether with their hands or with whatever, then you are sitting in the kitchen on the kitchen stool with your with your plastic plates with your food in it. Like like one of the same plate which is, which is used to feed the dogs. They give one of them, they bought two, one for the dogs and one for you. I shouldn't preach, you see. Like we are in church, so I shouldn't say these things. They are vulgar. And God still picks you. And today, when you look at you, your husband, and your children, you are like Cinderella, actually. Yes, you are like Cinderella. Your husband and your children, your life, the car you are driving, your house, the house, and like those who, your same cousins or whatever, who were, were uh, sitting on the dining table, treated you badly, insulted you, threw food at you, and so on. You look at them and you look at you. Wow! Rather, you are the one house elves cannot stay with. Amazing. I said, there is something called appropriate response. Not just a response. Not just thanks, but appropriate thanks. I'm expecting someone this morning who drove his car from the junction to church to come and say, Bishop, thank you for organizing the road. Then I'll also tell you who organized the road for us. You can't just drive on the road and pretend as if it's the same road. You don't seem to understand. You don't get the message I'm preaching. I'm saying that you can't just drive on the road. It's like people who eat and they can't say thank you. It's like nothing has happened. Like Samson. He finished and, and, and walked his way but he wasted not that power had left him. People just eat and walk away. The road you drove on to church today, is it the same road? Why are you quiet? The branch you were in. Is it, is it like this? So why have you not come to say thank you? I expect pastors to gather 
So we all can say, Bishop, shall we go and see prophet and say thank you for the cathedral you have given us here in OEB? Yes. Don't just eat. I have never stopped thanking Niklufio for the land he gave us to build this. This church building. Never. Is it possible? That's why you are the way you are. Your silence has made your life silent. Stand to your feet. Let's lift our hands and thank God. For what? I leave the list to you. If God has done nothing for you, listen to some music. They are playing some music. Just sit down and listen to some music. Actually, can you open your eyes? Let me just tell you something. You, you won't go wrong with this. You can use a person's level of gratitude to know his level of intelligence. Idiots are not grateful. You see, to say thank you, you should think and analyze and understand that something good has happened. People who don't, who are not intelligent, and I've met a lot of people like that, rich but not intelligent. Has not 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 people who have been to university or people who are, who are lawyers or doctors. No, that is education. I'm talking about intelligence. My grandmother, who lived at 107, is one of the most intelligent beings. She never went to school. She smoked fish till she died. And sold it. But she will ask me, Are you not the one who went to infant spin? How is it possible that I should be telling you this? She will ask me, You are not bright. And it was right. Attending infant spin doesn't mean you are intelligent. There are a lot of idiots in the universities. This morning, Use your brain. Analyze. Analyze. You see, analyze means that look down and see the tiles you are standing on and think and do some arithmetic and see uh, if I were here, I would not be standing on tiles. Analyze. Does this let me not talk that way. You may get the wrong impression. Analyze. Yeah. Prove to me 
that you are intelligent. So when I say, let's thank God for what? And I said, the list is yours. I'm trying to see how intelligent you are. Whether you are intelligent or you are a dance. A dance. Those who are intelligent, they say thank you. Because they analyze and realize that, hey, this man's wife isn't doing what my wife is doing for me. Analyze. That's why, that's why it's a blessing to be a pastor because you get to relate with people and you hear stories. Say, hey, this is different. Now, lift your hands and thank God. For what? It depends on you. Thank you. Ah, Bishop, when they play music, why do you need music to thank someone? Why do you need music to thank God? Look at your life carefully. Ah, but Bishop, I'm, I'm not well. You are not well. Ah, I can show you somebody with the same sickness who is doing more than you are doing. Thank God for your father. For your mother, for your pastor, for our prophets, for the UD, for our convener, for your shepherd, for your sister at home. There is something called appropriate response. Lara ate keredoni minimosa Miandoni karinda tarandoska Randevanu nunuvani mi vigigo Feyende stano kutustani maha Rakilo ronde ke panani mohora Lahara idahara idahara Aleile ibele kotonde ni maha
your leaders. I thank you for them. Thank you for my instrumentalists. Thank you for my helpers. Thank you for the sound engineers. The media team. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. For helpers. For your sister, for your big brother, for your auntie, for your mother, your husband.
Thank you. Just lift your hands and say, Father, Father, I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to you. For all you've done. For all you've done. All my experiences through 2020. I thank you. Say, Lord, Lord, give me the attitude of the Samaritan. Give me the attitude of the Samaritan. Deliver me. Deliver me from familiarity. From familiarity. From wickedness. From wickedness. From forgetfulness. From forgetfulness. From unthankfulness. From unthankfulness. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Forgive me. Forgive me. For being unthankful. For being unthankful. Help me. Help me. From now on. From now on. To be grateful. To be grateful. To be thankful. To be thankful. Especially. Especially. Above all. Above all. Above all. Above all. Not to forget. Not to forget. I thank you. I thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, now, every eye closed, everyone standing. I don't know why people like to sit so easily. You can't receive from God, though. You can't, you can't receive from God that way. It's a very bad attitude. Yes. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Everyone close your eyes. Everyone bow your heads. You are here this morning. You are not born again. You want to say, Lord, please, please touch my life. Lord, please save me. Lord, please receive me. Lord, please change my life. Lord, please make me your child. Everyone, every eye closed. If you want to receive Jesus Christ today, to change your life, to come into your life, to make you whole, I want you to just lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you right now. Yes. Pastor, pray for me. I want to receive Jesus today. I see you. Lift your hand high. I want to receive Jesus today. Lift it high. Above your head. I want to see it clearly. Pastor, pray for me. I want to receive Jesus Christ today. 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 If your hand is up, I want you to come to the front and meet me here. I'm going to pray for you. Come. The sound man, this, my, this speaker, is the, there's some noise from it. Oh, clap your hands for them as they come. Yes. It's very hollow. At least from my microphone. Come to Jesus. your hands we are praying we are praying we are praying god is doing something in your heart right now there's a work going on in your heart right now in your heart right now in your heart right now in your heart right now, right now. say heavenly father heavenly father 
I'm very sorry for my sins. I'm very sorry for my sins. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. I've done many, many bad things. I've done many, many bad things. My soul is dirty. My soul is dirty. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse me. Please wash me. Please wash me. Please make me your child. Please make me your child. I want to be your child. I want to be your child. Please receive me. Please receive me. Make me your child. Make me your child. Save my soul. Save my soul. Help me to walk with you. Help me to walk with you. I declare. I declare that I am a child of God. That I am a child of God. Holy Spirit has come to live in me. Holy Spirit has come to live in me. I'm going to live a brand new life. I'm going to live a brand new life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For this great salvation. For this great salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For this great life. For this great life. I am born again. I am born again. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Do you see our pastor standing there with the lady pastor? Very anointed. Very anointed. Please go to them right now. They are going to share some things with you, help you to have a pastor, and then they will come back and take your seat. Yes. Yes. So please go with them. Clap your hands for them. Keep clapping your hands for them. And I want you to go to the podcast and listen to last night's message on Thanksgiving. And I hope they will also listen to today's message on Thanksgiving. The title is Thanksgiving. So go to the podcast. It's there. Listen to it. Tomorrow morning it will be there. Or even today. Just listen to it. And God will bless you. Take out your communion. We are going to eat a miracle meal for a spiritual blessing. Hallelujah. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of dresses and shoes. Your life also consists of things that are unseen. Things that generate power. Power. And I want you to lift up your bread right now and say this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. Say this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. Say as I eat this, as I eat this, I'm entering the supernatural. I'm entering the supernatural. Say supernatural. 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 Victories. Victories. Great blessings. Great blessings. Favor. Favor because of this. Because of this. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Christ. Let's eat it. the blood i'll pass over you listen listen you are about to drink something that will let evil escape you amen let that be your faith as you drink it when i see the blood i'll pass over you pass over an evil that is directed at you prophesy will jump you amen because of the blood jesus that's why jesus held the cup and said this is the blood jesus 
of the new covenant. Say, this is the blood of Christ. This is the blood of Christ. I drink it today. I drink it today. For the Passover blessing. For the Passover blessing. For escapes. For escapes. Divine escapes. Divine escapes. Say, as I drink it. As I drink it. Evil shall not find me. Evil shall not find me. I believe it. I believe it. It's the blood of Christ. It's the blood of Christ. Drink it. Lift your hands. Father, bless us today. Yes, Lord. Everybody place your hand on your heart. Your heart is inside your chest. So put your hand on your chest. The left part of your chest. Your life comes from there. My life. I bless the fountain of your life. Amen. Wherever life comes from. Jesus. Whatever it is that gives you energy, peace, Jesus, health, wisdom, I purify that source. Amen. Any satanic attempt, any demonic attempt to pollute the source, I curse it. Amen. The hand that is on your heart is imparting blessings 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 and i say to you be blessed amen the lord bless you amen the lord keep you amen the lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace yes in the days ahead no evil shall find you amen you will see the end of this year amen to the glory of god professor in jesus name amen amen God bless you. You may please be seated. Yes.